with head coach Steve Bradley of Men's Golf, which is moving on. Coach, I know we've talked about this in the past. You have gotten to the point where you're expected to, and you do make the NCAA tournament every year, but it had been a while since you had advanced, and did the end-of-conference sort of carryover mentality-wise to uh, the start of regionals? It very well could have. Um, obviously, tough to, tough to pinpoint it. You know, it's been a couple of weeks since conference ended, but I do think that that last round gave the guys some self-belief and uh, – what they can do and what they can accomplish. And, and we went down to a, a very difficult golf course and, um, you know, it produced some, some higher scores and some tough holes, but the guys just stayed patient and kept with it and stayed in the present and, and obviously got a good result out of it as we advanced to the, to the national championship, which is an awesome feeling for them. <laughs> awesome feeling. And we'll, we'll go start to finish and I got to go with the first round. If I had told you, Hey, Alvin's going to go 80 and his score <laughs> won't count and you'll be, you know, at the top of the leader point through one round, what would you have said to me? <laughs> Probably would have told you you were crazy. And, and it was funny because Coach Caldwell and I talked about that the same thing. It's just who would ever thought that we would have been in that situation without Albin or Run really playing very well in round one. And then, you know, round two, uh, Albin still didn't have his good stuff. And, and uh, we still kind of hung in there. And, and even round three was a struggle for, um, you know, for Albin a little bit to his standards. And then, you know, run was a little bit all over the place and Chuby didn't play very well around three, but, um, but Sam and, and Luke really carried us this week and we really kind of brother-in-law did none of it. Nobody played great. Nobody played perfect, and, <laughs> but we were still able to, uh, to accomplish it as a team, which is probably all that much sweeter feeling. That's true. You do look at uh, some of the, again, the scores aren't eye popping, but they're at least around par and some of the other schools, you know, they, they ballooned to some degree. You mentioned Sam Nicholson started off his first round with a 468, had an eagle on the six. And like you say, just hung in the top 10 the whole time. Actually was at the top for a while. Tell people kind of uh, the up and down and really up right now season he's had. Yeah, he, um, you know, we've, we've always looked at Sam as this guy with a lot of a big ceiling and a lot of potential and, and, you know, just trying to get him to, to stay focused and working on the right things as he comes in each and every day. And, you know, it's a bit of a process for him. But I think one of the things that uh, that has really kind of changed his game and maybe gave him some confidence is he's gone from a conventional putter to what's called a wrist lock putter. Um, and, you know, I think he'd hit the bottom of the barrel with the, trying to putt uh, conventionally and just, just couldn't get any momentum and consistency and and he's gotten some confidence in, uh, in this putter that he's got right now. And, um, you know, even if you get a chance to make some birdies, but probably more importantly are those, you know, four to six footers that you make for par if you miss a green and chip it up there. Um, you know, he's, he's missed those or, you know, missed those about 50% of the time. And now he seems to be making a little bit more than he's missing that. So that gives him the confidence to, um, you know, not to be too worried about missing a green and, and not putting too much pressure on a short game. Wow, that's excellent intel. And then you mentioned Luke as well. Uh, I saw the uh, eagle to, to end day two. And then to go three under on that same back nine, uh, his performance and slash, you know, let's get into day three where you guys are starting on the back nine, the tougher side. Were you looking at as that as an advantage yeah, or a disadvantage yeah, or neither? I, I really think we got actually a good break with the way the, the draws work in, in the regional championship. Teams four, five, and six go first off the back. and Teams one, two, three go first off the front. And, mm -hmm. and for that golf course, the back nine is the harder of the nine. And, and I think we felt like we could get it early in the morning. There wasn't as much wind. And if we could just somehow survive that, that those holes 14 through 17, and I think 11 played the hardest hole on the week. And, if we could just somehow survive those holes and we turn to the front side, we'd be okay. And, 
and we made some hiccups. We had some hiccups along the way, but, um, you know, we played 17 really well, uh, made a couple birdies there and we went to 18, made a couple birdies there. And, um, you know, and I do think nerves kind of maybe got us a little bit there as we made the turn to the front side and we made a couple loose bogeys and, and, and coming down the stretch. But, um, but the guys, the guys played awesome. They did a good job of trying to stay in the present as much as they could and not let, you know, anything else affect what was going on. They, they knew that they had to control their own destiny and, and play their game regardless of what everyone else is doing. And that's probably as a coach, you know, the thing you're most proud of. I mean, it's not certainly great to advance, but, you know, the, the nine months of work we put into it and, and trying to preach the same stuff day in and day out. And, um, you know, for Albin not to have a very good tournament and for the rest of the guys to kind of pick up, um, you know, pick him up, you know, because he has carried us all year for, for the rest of the guys to pick him up. I mean, I, as a coach, I mean, we're, we're pretty proud of, of, of the entire team and what they accomplished. Well, you hit on it right there. If, if everyone else could hold what they were doing and then Alvin turns it back on, that would be something. But I do want to ask you about starting in the same group, obviously, on that last day with the two teams that you basically needed to hold one of them off. You ended up holding them both off. But was there a little bit of a match play feel to it with everybody sitting there in the same groups? Uh, to be honest with you, I'd say there, there was zero match play feel to it because huh. we knew that you know other teams could still do something. Um, and you don't know, you know, the ebbs and flows of that golf course. You know, I mean, you got somebody making a double on, on 14 and then somebody else making a birdie on 15. And so, you know, you just you can't you can't worry about that. And I know it sounds pretty simple, but it's pretty hard to do. And, you know, for each guy just to worry about what they were trying to do in, on each and every shot and and not letting the not letting not only their teammates and how they were playing affect them, because. You know, it's not like the tour. We don't have scoreboards out there, and the only way that they're going to look and see what's going on is if they check their phone and check the the leaderboard that way. So that might be a little bit of a blessing for us, and that they were able to, you know, just kind of focus on the task at hand. And um, you know, this was certainly a goal at the beginning of each and every year. And we met back in March when we were really struggling, and and kind of talked about you know some some things that we needed to work on. And it was really gut check time for the team and you know, all our goals were still ahead of us. And that main goal being qualifying for the national championship. And that, that supersedes, you know, winning a conference or even making regionals, you know, but, um, you know, it, it worked out the way it was supposed to work out. And, and, uh, you know, it's first time since 2016 that we're going to the national championship. And, you know, for some of these guys that have been here for four years and, you know, not having gotten a chance to compete for a national championship so far, you just, you're really happy for them because, you know, that's why they come to practice each and every day to, to go through that and put themselves in this position and, and looking forward to seeing, you know, what they're going to accomplish when they get out to Arizona. A place that you were just recently. So you're ready for the uh, triple digit weather, uh, give people an idea of the course and then talk about endurance and the weather might come into that, but uh, yeah. the route to winning the championship lay, lay out the format for people. <laughs> it's incredible. So, so we've got, yeah, you are right. I mean, it's going to be 105 every day that we're out there. We've already started to talk about, hydration and, and, and preparing your body. So when we get out there, we're not dehydrated and, um, you know, you're gonna have to drink and, and put, put calories in your body, even when you're not thirsty or hungry and, and, um, you know, and things like that, but it is a lot of golf. We're going to play uh, practice round on Thursday. Uh, we play 18 holes Friday, 18 holes Saturday, 18 holes Sunday, and then they cut from 30 teams to 15 teams. And then we play on Monday and then they make another cut from 15 to eight and those eight go to match play. So, you know, you're looking at, you know, you make match play at the very least you're looking at making, you know, six days in a row of, of golf, which is, you know, nothing that we do 
throughout the year, nothing that we can do in practice to simulate it, nothing that professional golf does, anything like that. So it is an endurance uh, grind, not only physically, but also mentally and that heat and the pressure and everything like that. So, um, you know, really not much we can do to, to prepare for that mental grind that we're going to have other than just to try to stay as fresh as possible. We're going to go out a couple of days early and, and kind of get used to the time change and try to get used to the weather and, and stuff like that. But the golf course, I think, to be honest with you, sets up pretty similar to where we just came from. And it, it's a pretty uh, taxing golf course, not only off the tee, but into the green. The greens I expect to be fairly fast and firm, which is what we just came from. Um, so, uh, you know, as far as translating from one week to the next, I, I, I do like the similarities between the golf courses. And um, we did have a chance to play this golf course last year when we went out to Arizona. So, We've at least, or a couple guys have at least seen the golf course one time. So, you know, all that being said, it still is going to come down to a matter of, you know, controlling your emotions and executing when we get out there and it's time to tee it up in round one. And, um, you know, this week gives gives us confidence that they're going to be able to do something like that. So, um, you know, we're excited about that. Outstanding. Well, I guess once you get to that fifth or sixth round, if you're competing for a title, maybe adrenaline kicks in. Let's hope that uh, comes to fruition. But either way, great job so far. Best of luck to you guys, and thanks for joining me, Coach Bradley.